0: Joined now by the quarterback at Stanford, K.J. Costello, with us on
1: the Zone Radio Network. What's up, K.J.? Hey, how you KJ? doing? How are, how are you, man? Do you like the stuff you like media today? I don't mind it whatsoever. Yeah, I like it. I'm having a good time. Well, tell us a little bit about your offseason
0: going into this year. How are you feeling? What have you been working on?
1: Yeah, I feel great. Um, you know, I think it's been an incredible opportunity for me, along with a lot of older guys on the offense, um, to uh, – really kind of buy these younger guys experience. You know, I think we got three wideouts, outs, four that nobody really know much about that I think are gonna be an incredible um, add to our uh, arsenal out there. Um, and Mike Wilson, Connor Weddington, and Simi Fahoku, three guys work incredibly hard, um, you know, and, and learned a lot from JJ, learned a lot from Trent. And, and you know, obviously we got Colby Smith, I mean, sorry, uh, Colby Parkinson returning at tight end. I was thinking of Caden Smith there, my roommate who left. Um, you know, but it's been a, it's been a good opportunity for us to um, really really hone in on the details. Um, you know, we, we talk a lot about efficiency as an offense, um, and you know, there's certain areas that we go back and watch tape, break down um, game by game. You know, throughout the year, and, and we realize that there's there you know there's certain points in games where we need to be more efficient. You know, the games that we lost um, in in Washington on the road and in, in Notre Dame were both. Um, very clear points in the game where you know we weren't efficient on first down you know we defined efficiency four plus yards on first down and we started getting backed up second and ten third and ten and then all of a sudden you start to see a little bit of a stalemate um so we're trying to find ways to to avoid um you know those those stalemates um you know because I felt like we got in some really good rhythms last year um throughout the year um we're obviously going to find better ways to rush the football I think that's a staple of our program um and 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 I love doing it obviously because you know when teams pack the box, they they bring eight nine guys down there. We can go heavy play action on top of that. Um, but I think we're going to be pretty versatile um, across the board with um, you know some some speed and versatility that we maybe necessarily haven't had in the past on top of size at tight end.
0: So you say that you want to improve in the running game, but you lose one of the best running backs Stanford's ever had in Bryce Love. So how do you how do you improve that
1: position? Yeah. Well, you know, I think uh, that's, that's a great question. You know, people were saying very similar things when when we lost uh, Christian McCaffrey. You know, and, and Bryce Love stepped in. Nobody knew who Bryce Love was. You know, Camp Scarlet's played a heavy role for us in big, big packages. Um, you know, goal line type, short yardage type stuff, and. Um, I think Cam brings some to the table that, that, you know, really neither of them did. He's real versatile back. He comes out of the backfield really well. I'm looking to build him into the progression um, as a check down this year. Um, You know, improving the run game. I mean, I also, you know, Coach Carberry's on his second year. You know, last year, our our offensive line coach, it was his first year. So I think he's also going to find some things that that we're going to really like. And um, I think there's other ways of, of uh, being more efficient. I think I just heard we were, you know, up there at 120, 130 in the country rushing. And uh, I believe we're going to be a lot better this year. So you talked about replacing Bryce Love. There's a pretty good receiver in Whiteside you've got to replace. And you just
0: mentioned uh, a few of those receivers. And one of those is Fahoko, who is a Salt Lake City kid. My wife was a junior high teacher, had him in junior high. Nice. And I, my neighbor played receiver opposite him at the local high school cool. and so my neighbor uh, liked him as a kid but hated playing with him as a teammate because the quarterback always threw to Fajoco. so my neighbor didn't catch him any passes because <laughs> he was just awesome and doesn't yeah. have many good things to say <laughs> huh? it's like, I, mean, oh, kid. I mean see me my wife loved him as a, when he she was in junior high and I was on play several times in high school and he was just awesome yeah. one of the best players that I've ever seen play <clears throat> went on his mission, so he hasn't been around for a little bit as That's far right. as being out on the field. Tell us what you're seeing in him as far as being one of the guys that you brought up on your own mentioning him.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, great point. Well, you know, he went on his mission for two years, so he came in, you know... Pretty, pretty skinny kid. And he's put on 20, 25 pounds um, in the past two years. And to be honest, he looks quite a bit like J.J. Um, he's he's very explosive vertically. Um, you know, I think J.J. loved to go up for the ball. Simi yeah. wants to go. I mean, you watch this high school tape, he's catching goes left right. and right. So I think um, that's something I'm excited about. We haven't stretched the field too much in, in my time here. Um, you know, we've, we've been very efficient over 20 yards, but it's been a lot of back shoulder type stuff. Um, a lot of uh, specific type positioning um, throws especially down in the red zone yeah so I think he brings that versatility and he's he, he loves he loves pushing the field so I think I'm trying to get him to to buy in and develop and and everything in between that so you know when he gets in the game these DBs have no idea what he's doing um, and he's done an incredible job of that this offseason
0: well, yeah, what's his work ethic like Have mean did you did you do a lot of uh you know away from coaches work with him did he show up to all the different things that you provided and was he he work
1: hog in the offseason absolutely I mean number one you could just tell by the way he looks you'll see him coming up here up 25 pounds but um, you know every Saturday you know me him and about three or four of the guys so I'm like hey you know we got got to make this thing happen you know they were there every Saturday we were watching uh, clip by clip um, just broken down of every pass from last year and just envisioning them in that spot them trying to understand what I'm trying to do. Um, and, you know, I think they're they're incredibly good listeners and they're really good learners, and they're already, in spring ball, they're already really understanding um, what we're trying to do as an offense. Um, and I think, you know, get, getting into the season, getting live game reps is going to be really fun with them. I mean, I think they're versatile with the ball in their hand. We haven't had a whole lot of that, you know, giving a guy a slant, giving a guy a little quick in route and letting him run. And, and you know, semi 's athletic, but but Mike Wilson and Connor, Connor Weddington are um, studs as well with the ball in their hand. You know, Connor Weddington's a converted running back out of high school. So I'm excited to let these guys move uh, with the ball in their hands.
0: See me teach you any uh, Korean?
1: (laughs) He hasn't, but he's got some pretty decent vocals. He's uh, every talent show we got. He's always singing up there with uh, Houston Himuli, our running back. (laughs) I'm sorry, our fullback. (laughs)
0: KJ Costello is with us quarterback for Stanford and KJ I mean you had a great year last year over 3,400 yards 29 touchdowns to 11
1: interceptions how do how do you take your game to the next level what are you trying to do uh this upcoming year yeah well I mean I'm I'm just simply put overall theme for me I'm trying to be the most efficient quarterback in the country if we want to be the most efficient offense um so I'm trying to hone in on fine details um you know like like 11, two, 11 turnovers is too many. You know um, I'm trying to I'm trying to um, dial in my footwork in the pocket, not move when I don't have to, be very specific with my progressions and my eye discipline um, and what I'm trying to do. And um, I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, put the ball where the defense is telling me to put it, and not try and do anything other than that. And um, consistently march down the field and um, you know stay in control of the game. I think that's a big theme for us, and, and running the football helps us do that.
0: We look at Stanford's team last year in the middle of it, you lost four or five. One of those games was up there to Utah. And the, the quarterback situation was a little unsettled. And then the second part of the season, it got settled with, with you. You win four in a row. How much was that? I had an argument. I do a radio show in Salt Lake City, and my partner was saying, oh, this schedule got easier, and then that's why Stanford was able to win those four games to close the season. I'm saying that. What does he know? <laughs> I, I think that they kind of found their identity. Because I was comparing Stanford to Stanford, not necessarily Stanford to it is, its competition, because Stanford has been a very – solid football program in recent years how much of that was the fact that when you went on that winning streak was the team coming together that can carry over into this season
1: yeah well so yeah that that was two years ago right on the road uh with utah yeah and so a lot of that carried over to last year you know and, and and now what we're trying to carry over is is um these young guys seeing what we did last year you know and and stepping in and doing the same thing um but you know i feel like we have found our identity um as an offense you know i mean we've got a lot of veterans in there you know we got walker little at left tackle and and, and um, foster sorrell now stepping in there and and colby parkinson's has played a lot of football for NFL us guy, probably. yeah 100 he's he's incredible incredible absolutely incredible six seven very very explosive Um, and incredible hands catch radius is insane Um, but yeah I mean I think and with Cam being a fifth year guy um, I think we we definitely found our identity you're talking about two years ago on the road after Utah we went on a four game winning streak and then last year there was multiple times I mean all throughout the year we had a sense of identity maybe early on we really struggled to rush the football I think
0: the Bryce Love thing kind of threw you off
1: Yeah, er, er, early in the season, you know, with his injuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was tough. I mean, at the end of the day, you always come in thinking you got the best running back in the country. Yeah, and and. You know, football is. There's a lot of other things that uh, come into play on, on individual success. You know, a lot a lot more than just Bryce Love at running back. You know, right, we had sure. all we had certain injuries. We had a center, you know, battling who was our guy. You know, he was a four, fifth year guy, and you know he was out the first four games. You know, so things like that happen. It's college football, and you got to just adapt. And I think um, once we adapted, like you're saying, we found our identity, and we went on a we went on a nice little run there um, for the remainder of the year. Right. Utah comes off the schedule this year. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? (laughs) I mean, not going to lie, I love playing Utah. I I just love their – I feel like they're they're one of the most similar teams to us in the Pac-12 in terms of how when we line up against Utah, we know it's going to be a physical game. We know there's no fair dodging. We know the team that's going to win is the team that wins the turnover battle and the team that wins – uh field position special teams and you know that's that's uh that's how football is supposed to be played in my eyes i'm um, looking at the best teams in the nfl and um it's pretty fun lining up against them so good bad i mean maybe we don't get as banged up you know playing utah but um you know i i definitely um aren't we wor- i'm definitely not worried about dodging utah
0: you guys are known for tight end play too i mean in the past they, what do you have returning to tight end
1: Yeah, well, so Colby Parkinson, obviously, number one. Um, And then Scooter Harrington, my roommate, he's a great friend of mine, and he was really good friends with Caden Smith, um, our other tight end who just ended up leaving in the draft this past year. Um, You know, and then we we got a, a couple solid freshmen that just came in. And, um, you know, I think Scooter's really going to step up in a new role here, um, you know, because we we may play uh, Colby and and F, you know, and and Scoot being actually attached in line. So maybe we like to play two tight ends a lot of times. I know. So um, he's going to be that second guy for us, um, and they're blocks extremely well. So that's a good good value out there. But other than that, I think um, those two are going to be really, really good for us. And then Tucker Fisk is another guy who, blocks extremely well and and runs great routes and has great hands. So we're about three, four guys deep, um, which is always a good sign at quarterback. KJ, we can't thank you enough for sitting down and giving us a few minutes. Good luck, man. Thanks, guys.